You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 53. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Do you ever feel like your pipeline is just stuck? You know why prospects need to take the next step, but for some reason, they just don't seem to have the urgency to do so. They don't want to send you their statements. They don't want to make a decision on recommendations that you've spent so much time and working so hard to put together just to help them reach their financial goals. If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a well-thought-out process for creating urgency in their pipeline and maintaining the momentum. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really learned a process to help their prospects want to take the next step. Instead, they accepted the prospect's stop-start mentality as a, a natural part of the process of prospecting, as well as thinking that prospecting is purely a numbers game, living by the law of averages in which a certain percentage of people just will never take action. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn how to create urgency and maintain the momentum. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How to help people to want to move into and through your pipeline. So, if you're ready to learn to have a process for helping people want your help, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to create urgency and maintain the momentum? Well, because when you have a step-by-step process for, for being ready for people that want to slow down or stop your sales process, <laughs> then you're ready to be proactive instead of reactive. You're ready to help them from getting stuck in your pipeline. And get this, people won't buy unless they understand why. And if you don't have a good process at helping them understand why they should move forward, they won't. So what do I mean by wanting to buy? Well, whether that is buy into having an appointment with you or buy into the thought of sending you their statements, having a second appointment, taking your recommendations or giving you a referral, they need to buy in or buy into the next step. If you don't have a good process, They won't buy, and they'll be stuck in your pipeline. You don't want that. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I want you to understand how to take control of your pipeline and how quickly you can put people into and through the pipeline if you've got a good process for creating urgency. So what we're going to cover today are three things. First, the creating urgency process so that you can understand how to identify sticking points and what to do to get them unstuck. Second, the most common creating urgency strategies so that you can unclog your your sales pipeline today. And third, the next step, so that you know what to do if you're ready to get to the next level. Now, before we jump into those three things in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like 
if you could create an effortless connection with people and effortlessly flow people into and through the pipeline, would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. The creating urgency process. So I got to tell you a quick story about why I'm doing this podcast. See, a couple of weeks ago, I noticed a pattern. Here's what I mean. A couple of weeks ago, I was working with a financial advisor who's been in the business for 15 years, and he wanted to get more referrals. So I taught him the client-centered referral dialogue. I did a whole podcast on it. I taught him this process, and he nailed it. He got 21 referrals in six weeks, which is pretty good. The only problem was he only got three new accounts. You see, these people were stuck in the pipeline. But why? It was a lack of urgency. That's why. So we did situational coaching for each one of these people. We strategized on how to create urgency and also how to maintain the momentum once they got going. And it worked. Many of these people we strategized about took the next step. And they are moving closer to a close every day. So I explained what I was doing so that you would understand my process, or in this case, the creating urgency process. In other words, it's how I identified where people get stuck and how to get them to move forward. Let's take a look at how I do just that. So it's five steps. And the first step to getting them unstuck is to understand the four stages of the pipeline. We're going to cover those four stages in just a second. Step two, know what happens in each stage. And we'll talk about each stage and what happens in each stage so that you understand what it takes to move to the next step. Step three, know where people tend to get stuck. <laughs> There's a common pattern. There's common situations that happen where people get stuck. We're going to talk about that today in this podcast. Step four, know the tools or techniques to create urgency. We're going to talk about that too. Step five, know how to maintain the momentum by not letting people get stuck again. In other words, we want to get this momentum going and consistently keep going with new people as they get into and flow through the pipeline. You see, this might sound pretty simple, like a simple strategy, but most people don't prepare for or even try to prevent prospects from getting stuck. And when you apply those steps to common challenges, we create momentum. And that's important. We want to always have momentum. But what are the common challenges? And well, what are the creating urgency strategies? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. The most common creating urgency strategies. Let's take a look at some of the most common creating urgency strategies so that you know how to get prospects to take action. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to look at four stages of the pipeline. We're going to talk about several challenges or sticking points and the solutions or the ways to get them unstuck so that they take action right away. So let's jump in to stage one, the initial contact. 
Stage one, the initial contact. One of the hardest things to do is to create urgency in stage one. And the reason is, is because they don't know you. <laughs> they don't know what you have to offer. And a lot of times they don't feel like they need help from this stranger who just called them, even if they're a referral. But if they come to that conclusion that they need and want your help, and you get very, very good at helping prospects understand that, well, it's a game changer. And the reason is, is because you've got unlimited people to put in the pipeline. So let's talk about ways to do just that. Uncover common challenges and move people through the pipeline faster by creating urgency. So here's a common challenge. Number one, you're not motivated to prospect. See, it's not about them, it's about you. And the way to get through this is to have the solution, which is create a game. If prospecting is a game and you have a reward and punishment system and you play that game every day, it won't take you long before you start to turn prospecting into a habit and you're motivated every day. So the way to get this off the ground is to create a game such as 45 minutes that you're going to prospect and you reward yourself for playing the game and winning it or you punish yourself for not winning. Here's another one. The referral says that they're interested, but not until after they come back from vacation. Well, the solution is what I call the tentative appointment process. Basically, what you're doing is you're explaining to them, hey, I completely understand, but I know you're going to get busy when you get back. Let's take a look at the week after you get back, and I don't know if this works for you, but does Tuesday at 3 or Wednesday at 4 work better for us to get together? Which one's better for you? The tentative appointment process. You're going to want to do that. Here's another one. The prospect wants information. Here's the thing. They don't really want information. They're just trying to get you off the phone. So the solution is to find out what the real objection is. And the technique is called the smokescreen technique. This is a technique that I teach my clients to find the core objection. I completely understand that you want some information, but I'm just kind of curious. In addition to the information, what else is holding you back from getting together? I don't know. I, I have an advisor. Is there anything else? Nope. I have an advisor. Now we found the real objection. We'll handle that later. But that's how you get through the, the prospect wants information smokescreen objection. Here's another one. You email a, a referral somebody that was referred to you, and the prospect, they just don't get back to you. Well, you got to call them. you got to pick up the phone. You've got to use this technique called framing the conversation, intro, reason, through benefits, close. You've got to be ready for their smokescreen. Well, I'm kind of busy. Could you send me some information? And do the smokescreen technique to find their core objection, the real objection. And I'll tell you what to do in a second with that one. Here's another one. The prospect said that they might be interested, and then they ghost you. <laughs> well, you talk to them once. Yeah, I might be interested. Um, yeah, uh, let me think about it. Let me check my schedule, and I'll get back to you. But they never get back to you. And they never get back to you when you email them. You've got to leave what I call the curiosity message. Hey, Joe, this is Dan Finley with Investor Solutions here in Minneapolis. Hey, I've got a quick question that only you can answer. Can you call me when you hear this? My number is blank. Thanks. We're trying to get them curious to call you back. How about another one? The prospect cancels an appointment. 
the first appointment. Cancels at the last minute. And they sent you an email. Well, you can reply with an email, but wait about one day and then call them. Be ready with the curiosity message if they don't pick up. Be ready with framing the conversation. Be ready with the smokescreen technique. The point is, get ready to take action. Here's another one. <laughs> Prospect is rude. This is going to be easy. Get off the phone. You don't want them. Here's another one. You feel rejected and you have a fear of rejection. Well, here's the thing. You need to learn the art of rejection perception, which basically says this. They're not rejecting you personally. They're rejecting the value they think and they perceive that you can bring them. All you have to do is help them understand your value. Here's the final one. You stop prospecting altogether. Here's the solution. Start today and keep doing it every day for the rest of your career. And you'll find stage one is not so tough to master. So I think you're getting the point. You can create urgency and maintain the momentum when you apply these solutions that I mentioned. So let's go to stage two. Stage two, the first appointment. So stage two is interesting. You might have a lot of first appointments, but do you have a lot of second appointments where you're showing them the recommendations? If not, you're running into the same challenges that most people do, and you're not creating urgency, and you're not maintaining the momentum. So let's take a look at some of these challenges. Here's a challenge that I think a lot of people go through. The prospect doesn't show up. <laughs> the solution is call them immediately. Call them, but this time, when you call somebody that didn't show up, be ready by framing the conversation, intro, reason, three benefits, close, and be ready for their smokescreen. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Really? Did they really forget? Then you do the smokescreen technique. Or maybe they tell you the truth, such as, you know, I gave it some thought, and I don't know if I really want to meet. I believe you. So you need the objection resolution model. Empathy acknowledgement, best question, three benefits, close. Well, get this. They don't even pick up the phone. Then we do the curiosity message again, which is actually what we just talked about a second ago. Let's go to another one. The prospect seems like they're not connected. Well, if the prospect seems like they're not connected, it's not their fault. It's your fault. You see, you're not listening. I created this process called the filler formula. It's question. You ask a question. Answer. They answer. Filler. You fill in the blanks before you ask another question. Okay? Question, answer, filler. The filler, there's five forms of filler, and I did a whole podcast on this, but what this is all about is letting them know you heard them. It's empathetic listening. So you ask a question, they answer, and you rephrase back to them what you heard. When you start doing that, they'll feel connected because they know you're listening. Here's another one. The prospect is not uncovering problems. So they're, they're not letting you show value. In other words, the prospect's not opening up. And the reason is, is because you're not asking the right questions. And that's why you need to do spin selling. Spin selling is a way to ask better questions. So most people just get stuck on the S with spin selling, situational-based questions, just uncovering facts. How old are you? Are you married? What brings you in today? How much money do you have? Where is it? When do you want to retire? It's just a fact finder. 
but you don't want to be most people. You want to take this to another level by asking problem-based questions. What concerns you most about not having enough in retirement? Or implication-based questions. What do you think is going to happen if you didn't have enough in retirement? Or needs payoff questions. How would it benefit you most if you knew exactly how much you will have in retirement? See, when you create better questions, you're going to make a better connection. Here's another one. Prospect seems bored. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I've ran into this many times with clients who tell me that they have a lot of stage two first appointments, but not a lot of stage three. And the reason is, is because they're doing a monologue. Stop the commercial. Stop the monologue. And here's how you do it. Ask open-ended questions. Who, what, why, where, when, how? When you start asking those types of questions, they're going to talk more. And that's what you want. Here's another one. The prospect was connected, but instantly became disconnected. Here's what could have happened. You hit on a subject they didn't like. You started talking about a product, product pusher, instead of problem solver. You started talking about, let's say, annuities, when they've got a bad experience with annuities. If you get disconnected, you've got to do the reconnection strategy. I, I created this. It's disconnect. You understood you're disconnected. You explained why you've asked that question or, or made that statement. You tell a story, and then you finish with a close like, does that make sense? So you reconnect. Here's another one. <laughs> Prospect is rude. Well, if they're rude, just explain to them that you don't think that you're a fit for them because you don't want them anyway. Here's another one. The prospect won't tell you how much they have. Have you ever ran into that? What they have, but not how much they have. I've got some stuff at Merrill Lynch. I've got it at Smith Barney. I've got it at Scotia. I've got it at RBC, wherever. But they won't tell you the numbers. But why is that? Well, it's because they don't trust you yet. They're not connected. So you need to tell them a story, a story like, you know, you're a financial doctor, and if you don't explain to me where it hurts, I, I can't help. Or maybe the missing puzzle piece story, a story that talks about, you know, I look at your financial picture like a puzzle. And if there's missing pieces, like I don't know about certain accounts or how much you have, I can't tell you if the puzzle's all put together the right way. Create your own story. Here's another one. The prospect won't set another appointment to get your recommendations. Here's what's happening. They don't completely trust you. They haven't come to a, a point where they think they really need you, and they don't see your value yet. So I created something called Spin Selling Summary, where you answer them or you help them understand that you heard by explaining all the answers that you heard them say. So you summarize. So it sounds like to me that you are 58 years old, you're married, you have two grown children, four grandchildren, congratulations, and you're really here to make sure that you have enough in retirement. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Great. Your biggest concern is that you don't know if you have enough in retirement because you don't have a, a financial plan and you don't know if you're taking too much risk, especially in a bear market. Is that right? Yeah, it is. And if you do get to retirement, you're concerned that, well, what the what-ifs. What if I have to work in retirement? What if I have to sell the, sell the house to downsize and so on? Is that right? Yeah. How would it help you most if we got together this time next week and I showed you 
a complete financial plan that showed you how much you'll have in retirement, or we think you'll have, what sort of income stream you'll get, and what happens to your family if you never make it to retirement. How would that help you most? Now watch what happens. They're going to tell you the value of meeting next week, and you just unclogged your pipeline. (laughs) Here's the last one. The prospect says they don't want to meet because they don't know their schedule. Here's what's happening. They're not telling you the truth. So you do the tentative appointment technique. I completely understand. Let's do this. Let's put you down for this time next week. I'll call you tomorrow to make sure that it works. And if it doesn't, we'll figure out another time. Does that sound good? And watch what will happen. They'll set an appointment with you. Okay, I think you're getting the point that if you create urgency and maintain the momentum in stage two, you can get them to stage three. So let's go to stage three. Stage three, the closing appointment. One of the hardest things to do is to create urgency in stage three. And the reason is, is because they're coming in to hear your recommendations. But, you know, the reality is, is that a lot of these people that come in are already walking in with what I call the pre-objection. If she tries to sell me this, I'm not going to do it. If they tell me to sell out of that, I'm not going to do it. So they're coming in with objections. (laughs) That's just scratching the surface on common challenges. Let's take a look at some very common challenges and Unfortunately, for this podcast, I don't have time to go over everything, but let me go over a few and the solutions to create urgency. Here's the first one. Prospect doesn't show up. Well, if they don't show up, call them immediately. Frame the conversation. Intro, reason, three benefits, close. Also, be ready for the smokescreen. Yeah, I forgot it was today. Really? Did you really forget? Do the smokescreen technique. Also, the objection resolution model, if you find the core objection. The point is, we're back to square one, and we need to set another appointment. Here's another one. The meeting begins, and your prospect wants to know immediately what your recommendations are. So what do you got for me? Now, when they do that, they're trying to speed this along. They're trying to take control, and they're probably going to be very decisive and get out of there as quickly as they can after they look it over, and they're not really easing into this, and they're not really letting you control the meeting. So you need to get control. Pull out an agenda worksheet right then and there. Explain, well, here's what we're going to cover today. And you've got bullet points. I can show you how to do that. But that'll slow things down. Here's another one. Well, they ask about the fees. How much is this going to cost me? And they ask right off the bat, well, we need to slow this down. You know, I'm going to go over the fees in just a second, but really what I'd really rather do is just show you the agenda of what we will cover today, and then also I need to ask you a few questions before I explain what I'm going to explain, Then we'll cover the fees later. Does that make sense? Slow it down. And here's another one. During the advisor, your questions, comments, concerns, and I can show you how to do this, the prospect is not recognizing their own problems. Well, they're disconnected. We've got to do the reconnection strategy. It's disconnect, explain why you asked that question, have a story, and reconnect. Here's another one. Prospect seems like they're not connected at all. Story-based selling is the solution. I did a whole podcast on this. If you can tell great stories, you can pull them in. Here's another one. 
prospect seems annoyed. If they seem annoyed, we've got to jump in with a credibility statement, get very honest, or vulnerability statement. I can understand how this stuff can be a little little dry, but, you know, I just want to make sure that you have a comfortable retirement, and I just feel like I need to explain everything because I don't want you to have any surprises. Does that make sense? Here's another one. The prospect needs to think about it, read it over, go home and talk to their spouse, or whatever. Well, that's a smokescreen. Do they really need to think about it? <laughs> Years ago, I had a guy say that exact same thing. He's, we, well, he actually said, I need to go home and talk to my wife about this. And I said, I completely understand. He, I'm kind of curious, though. We spent an hour on these recommendations, on everything that I put together. Are you going to spend an hour with her? And he said, no. And I said, why not? She doesn't care about this stuff. So what do you think the best course of action is if she doesn't care about this stuff? He instantly smiled and said, I think we should do it. So hopefully you're starting to get this. You're starting to get that in stage three, where you do the recommendations. If you're not ready for these common challenges that get them stuck, they're not going to move forward. And everything you did before this point was irrelevant because they didn't become a client. So let's talk about stage four. Stage four, referrals. Actually, in stage four, it's a fork in the road. If you close the client, you ask for referrals. If you didn't close the client or the prospect, I should say, you've got to get in front of them again. And we kind of go back to stage one. But let's talk about common challenges if you close the prospect and turn them into a client, and here's what they are. And this is just scratching the surface. Here's one. After closing the prospect, you ask for a, a referral, and they can't think of anyone. Well, here's what happened. You didn't name source. The solution is always name source. And here's what I mean. Always listen for a story. Who do they hang out with? What are their siblings like? any story. And then you could say something like this. You know, you mentioned your brother Tim that you go to Alaska with every year. You think you'd want to help him by getting together and making sure that he feels good about what he does because he's got someone that created a plan for him. <laughs> Here's another one. The new client can't think of anyone to refer you to because you did not name source. You don't have any stories. Well, the solution is what I call the Advisor Solutions Generic Source Dialogue. Here's what it sounds like. Some people want to help their parents, their siblings, their adult children, their best friends. Who would you like to help? And leave it at that. And this is part of the referral dialogue, client-centered referral dialogue, that is. Here's another one. They give you a referral, but then they retract it. They say something like, but she's probably got an advisor. Well, <laughs> At that point, we could do a couple of things. One would be the reconnection strategy by I, I realizing that we disconnected, explain why we asked the question, a story about how you've helped somebody else, and then finish with reconnecting. Does that make sense? That's a reconnection statement. Here's the final one. So far, anyway, there's several. I just, we're going to run out of time. But here's another one. After the client gives you a referral, they say, I'll ask him if he's interested. Well, here again. Basically, they disconnected. The way to get through that is the reconnection strategy. But what if they didn't become a client? 
what if you're now on that other fork in the road where you've got to get back to them? Well, you do what you did in stage one. You've got to call them. And when you call them, they might say, well, you know, I'm still thinking about it. I haven't thought about it. Or whatever the smokescreen is, you do the smokescreen technique. Or they say, you know, uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to my spouse, but I'll get back to you. And you do the smokescreen technique. Or after you didn't close the prospect, you do that follow-up call and the prospect says that they just, they're just going to pass. You do the spin-selling technique. Ask situational-based questions, problem-based questions, implication-based questions, and needs-payoff questions. In other words, get them to open up and tell you, again, that they still have problems and they're not going away because they've decided to pass. <laughs> and here's the final one. I just need to think about it. And then they loop back into, I just need to think about it. In addition to that, is there anything else? Nope. I just need to think about it. Well, we've got to jump in and do a different strategy called spin selling. Same thing. Situational, problem, implication, needs, payoff, questions. Help them to understand that just thinking about it doesn't take away their challenges. And they need to move forward with your solutions. Okay, I think you're getting this. <laughs> you can create urgency and maintain the momentum when you apply the solutions in each stage. But what's the next step? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. The next step. So I said we covered three things in this podcast. First, the creating urgency process. Check, we did that. Second, the most common creating urgency strategies. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the next step. So if you're ready for the next step, you know exactly what to do. As you probably have guessed by now, creating urgency and maintaining the momentum is all about knowing what could slow down the pipeline or challenges that could slow down the pipeline and what solutions you need to apply to make sure that that pipeline never slows down. The real question is, are you ready for the next step? And what is the next step? Well, the next step is simple. It takes about 30 seconds, and it's probably the most important step you're ever going to take in your business. And here's why. You could either disregard everything that you heard in this podcast and go back to doing whatever it is you were doing, and nothing will change. That's the wrong step in the wrong direction. Or you could take less than 30 seconds to take the right step in the right direction. And here's how. Email me right now at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com and simply write, let's talk in the subject line, along with a little bit about who you are and what your challenges are. And I'll reply to you with a couple of times that we can set up for a free coaching session. And this is actually the right step. It's absolutely the right step for you because if you take that step, I'm absolutely confident you'll be able to have the solutions to help you get to the next level. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or 
the Advisor Solutions individual coaching programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. We'll be right back.